And so, with the cup held high, me the leave Croke Park, All-Ireland football champions for 1949. Oh, beautiful me, you've got all that I need. Dimpsey hits Davin Fay. Anthony Finnerty comes in and gives him a touch of the elbow. Colm Kyle hitting Finnerty. This is Colm's first punch. Finity delayed reaction, looks around, sees Martin O'Connell coming in and thinks that the best action is to go down. What a set of matches we've had. Four terrific and memorable games. Final score meets 2-10. Dublin, 15. So Joe McDonough, GA president, presents Sam McGuire to Graham Geraghty and meet of the football champions. Hello listeners and you're very welcome to another edition of the We Army podcast with Davey Rispin and Mickey Brennan. It's been a week or so since we did our last uh, confession, Davey. Um, bless me father for I have sinned. Uh, Davey was away on a bit of a trip, so he was away on a bit of a cruise. And I was down in Cork for my sins. Um, you got a bit of weather, Davey, and I got a bit of extreme weather, let's just say. And it's just horrendous to think that it was month of june the end of june nearly in july and uh i'm still going around wearing a jumper and a jacket yeah i actually was trying to wear a bit of sh- like a few shorts and short t-shirts and that to show off the tan but i look like an hard egypt going out and those sort of things and i felt like Teresa mannion not david rispin at the kilbride and moila game on sunday <laughs> <laughs> yeah it did sound like that all right and um, the only thing is, is you didn't warn anybody not to go near uh, Gibbstown because the game was such a good game. And again, we'll be coming to that later on. Um, on our Loyal Royals podcast this week, we do have uh, reviews from the Division 1B final between Don Shocklin and Trim, an absolute thriller in Summerhill there. And then, of course, we have uh, the review of Kilbride in Myla in the Division 3B final played in Gibbstown and again we want to thank all of our listeners who tuned in uh, to uh, our commentaries again if you are don't realize it uh, we will be covering games across the summer as well um, and delighted to be able to bring you coverage of these games thanks to PR Coin and Sons your uh, local Husqvarna dealer and uh, you can get them on all social media platforms and send them a message if you need anything but yes it's been a great success Davey uh, the numbers listening to our uh, commentary so far has been absolutely phenomenal and uh, you know it's it's just brilliant and it's great for all these people who can't get to the games that we're able to bring this service to them absolutely mickey it sure is like it's um it's enjoyable for us as well uh you know we're at the games anyway so it's not much more hassle to to do the commentaries and bring people that can't make it for one reason or another and i know there's a huge demographic of people who listen from abroad you know from the respective clubs and it's nice for them to be able to get get the coverage as much as anything um but yeah we enjoy it as much as as much as the listeners hopefully do as well yeah absolutely and we do enjoy it it's a bit of crack as well so anybody out there who uh is not follow, just check all our social media pages because uh you will see in the coming weeks more games being uh covered by the we are me 
team. Um, Davey, I suppose uh, on the We Are Mead podcast this week, we've got lots to get through. We've got the Camogues being, we're out last weekend, they're out again next weekend. The ladies footballers are out in the All-Ireland quarterfinal in two weeks' time. We've got All-County Football League results from during the week. We've got our predictions update as well. Um, we might just skip over that. We might have time for the predictions update, Davey, let's just say. Um, and uh, we have the Hurling Championship fixtures that are uh, taking place this weekend. The first round of the Hurling Championship has taken place. And we also have the lottos uh, and the usual Instagram interactive at the end of the show. So we'll start with the commodes, Davey. Um, they were out against Kildare in a local derby there on Saturday. It was played in Rathmaline. They got the win. 2.18 to Kildare's two goals and eight. 10-point victory for the girls. Uh, they do. They will face off against Kilkenny this Saturday in Rathmaline at 2pm. But their race is run this year as regards the Intermediate Championship, Davey. Yeah, it is, Mickey. But a hugely significant win um, in, in possibly avoiding any relegation scrap and by beating Kildare. And... Uh, I think this this result has been kind of coming. You know, the performances have been gradually improving. They went down to Cork, who were flying high, and they ran them pretty close down there. By I think they were beaten by three or four points in the end. So great to see them getting the win on home soil in Rathmine. Um, the experience Jane Dolan to the four Mickey eight on the day she was superb. And um, Amy Gaffney got the other goal in the second half to rubber stamp the victory. A couple of points each for Christina Troy, Ethan Minogue and Sinead Hackett and a point each for um, Aoife O'Halloran, Anya McNerney and Aideen Slattery. So um, brilliant victory, really, really well needed and hopefully now they can push on. I know they have a, a home game to come this weekend and it will be good to see them finish with a bit of momentum, albeit the, the slow start to the campaign has unfortunately cost them dearly, but um, still not out of jail, obviously, at the bottom either, but they've given themselves a, a, a they're, they're in a much better position this week, this time this week, than they were this time last week. So that's a positive. Yeah, they, they um, will bring Kilkenny, as we said, to Ratman Line. Kilkenny, who are ahead of them by three points in the table. So victory for Mead would put them level on points with Kilkenny and um, would give them the head-to-head if Wexford were to... Um, if Wexford were to get a result of the weekend. So <clears throat> still a little bit of work to be done for them. And they'll be disappointed, Davey, after, you know, a, a promising start of the year with the league going so well. Yeah, and winning the Leinster Championship as well, you'd, you'd have thought would have been uh, would have been huge encouragement for them just before the championship. But it hasn't materialised. OK, you could probably say their toughest games were the ones they played in the first three. And, you know, looking down through it, you'd probably go along with that. You know, they played the top two in the first three in Cork and Derry. Um, and unfortunately, had they maybe had a toe in and beat Kildare, possibly that would have stood to them more. But unfortunately, it just didn't materialise like that. Um, yeah, so it, it's disappointing. But first and foremost, they still have to get themselves safe. They're not there yet, um, but they've given themselves a right good chance. Yeah, the pressure was on, um, I suppose, after the yeah. first couple of results. Because a win for Kildare would have put them six clear of Mead. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And, um, you know, so they were chasing their tail, let's say, for the rest of uh, this uh, championship campaign and still have a little bit of work to do next Saturday against Ratmaline uh, at 2pm. Sorry, against Kilkenny in Ratmaline at 2pm. So uh, next up, Davy, the ladies will take on Galway in the All-Ireland quarterfinal Saturday week in Tullamore at quarter past seven. We will do a preview of that next weekend. But... Um, Davey, by virtue of uh, one single point 
Ama only beat Monaghan by 13 points, I think it was. Mead bet Monaghan by 14 points. Um, Mead topped the group and would get what would be perceived to be uh, a, a slightly easier uh, quarterfinal. Yeah, but as you know, Mickey, getting to this stage of the competition, there's nearly no such thing. Um, I, I think... There's a lot of shadow boxing probably goes on in the group stages. There was no great surprise in any of the teams that went through um, and the manner in which they went through. Galway are quite a seasoned side. They're probably more accustomed to senior championship football than Mead are, despite the fact Mead, you know, climbed to the summit last year. And there is, probably not from inside the county, but there is definitely questions about Mead this year because they probably haven't hit top gear. In fairness, they probably haven't had to, to get to where they're at now. And you'd like to hope that maybe they're holding back a little bit and they're going to unleash in the next few weeks like thinking back to the quarterfinal last year when they beat Armagh over in Clonus that was when the belief really started that day yeah. um, so ultimately I find the championship really only kicks in now you know next week is the, is proper when championship football starts and uh, be nothing easy uh, in Tullamore against Galway but you'd expect me to negotiate the challenge and, and continue Um towards hopefully uh, another semi-final yeah absolutely and we wish them the very best of luck but we will preview that a little bit uh, more on next week's show uh, Davey we're going to move on now to the All-County Football League results and we're going to give an update on our predictions as we go into the last couple of weeks I suppose you wanted to get more airtime to, for, for, for for this and uh, we're going to be doing it across all of our podcasts by the sounds of things um, I suppose it would only be fair to start with the three finals that took place uh, last weekend Davey um, the first of them being um, Sidden against St Michael's Sidden one goal and four St Michael's 14 points and St Michael's landed the Division 2A crown yeah, massive win for St. Michael's. I, I think the probably the most surprising thing here, Mickey, was the margin of the victory, but um they were they were outstanding on the day, Michaels. Um they were seven points to one up early in the, or towards the end of the first half with the breeze, but Sidden got a goal just approaching half time and that uh, that reignited their charge. But there was no stop on Michaels in the second half with that lethal and potent full forward line of Ora Meehan, Shea McDonald and Kieran Lynch accumulated 11 of Michael's total of 14 points. That's outstanding shooting. And you know what, Mickey, there's not too many full back lines, not just in the intermediate championship, but in the, in me club football as a whole, that would hold those three fellas. Um, so that's going to be a big player for Trevor Bannon's men in the championship, but what a result for them. They've, they've just gone from strength to strength this year. He's gone in, he's, he's instilled, like he's changed the culture I know we've said this but he's gone in there and he's changed the culture he's got footballers we've all know Michaels have great footballers but sometimes it's the mental side of things that let them down they're singing uh, this year and uh, they're, they're certainly going places and to me right this minute in time they're the main contenders to Dunchocklin I feel on paper um, so we shall see how, how the championship goes but a, a great uh, league success for the Carlinstown Kildagna yeah, and of course, the championship will be starting in a few weeks' time, and uh, we are looking forward to that. Um, we'll come back to that as well in a couple of weeks' time. Um, I suppose it's only right, Davy, if um, before we move on to the next one, that I give an update to our listeners on how the predictions have been going. So after round seven, I think it was, uh, round eight of the uh, All-County Football Leagues, we had made 228 predictions and at that stage, I was leading on a scoreline of 135 out of 228 to 131 out of 228. So I was four ahead. 
Roll on round nine, and uh, Davy Claws are back to be level. Out of 247 predictions, I had 144, and Davy also had 144. So we're going to move on now to these predictions. You predicted a St. Michael's win. I predicted a Sidden win. So you've gone one ahead of me um, uh, with the All-County Football Leagues. Moving on to the Division 3B final. We both went for a Kilbride win here, Davey. We both got it right. It was Kilbride who won on the scoreline of one goal in 12 to one goal in six. We do have a full review of this over on our Loyal Royals podcast. But um, Davey, Kilbride... Probably worthy winners in the end, but the margin of victory was probably a little bit flattering. Yeah, the goal came in injury time through Joe Donnelly, and that put a little bit of icing on the cake. Uh, they were level with, what, 15 minutes to go. A um, couple of decisive moments in the first half. Steve McMullen saved to deny Rory Gibney a second mile of goal. Would have put mile in front at halftime. Wind died down in the second half. Uh, Kilbride's kind of energy and... Uh, young kind of fitness came into play and uh, they did the job well in the end one by six as you say probably flatters them a bit but they were fully deserving of the victory yeah they were indeed and uh, the youthful Kilbride side are going to be one to watch in the junior championship this year moving on then to division 1b and probably the most mouth-watering tie I can't even say it it's that mouth-watering um of uh, last weekend of course it was Dunshockland last year's relegated senior team to intermediate championship against last year's winning intermediate championship side in trim um, they played played out an absolute thriller in summer hill davy um, again this is one that we are covering on our loyal royals podcast we do have interviews with um kevin riley and the lynch brothers from trim incidentally from kilbride we have leo thurley stephen um, mcmullen Craylen howard and Ben Donnelly in those interviews, so do check that one out. But from Dunshockland side and Trim side, Davy, an absolute thriller. And Trim probably stole this one away in the end from Dunshockland. Two eleven to one fifteen. When I was driving down to Summerhill on Saturday night, Mickey, there was a whole host of cop cars flying by me, and I stopped in to ask someone what happened. And someone says there's a <laughs> there was a case of daylight robbery up in Summerhill this evening. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't go into detail as to what it was, but it wouldn't take too much to guess. I mean. The Chocolate led this game by seven points midway through the second half, playing some beautiful football, creating so many goal chances, took two, left four behind them, missed a crucial one in the second half through Matty Costello. Um, and then Trim, to their credit, rallied, got a goal through Luke Moran, brought it back to two points. Then they got level. And in the fifth minute of injury time, the new import from Mayo, Tom Carmody, struck uh, the winning score um, to to you know, create wild scenes of celebration for Trim and devastation for Dunshockland, who were outstanding on the night. They were comprehensively the better side, but they left it behind them. Yeah, how ironic it is that a Mayo man uh, scored the winning point in uh, in the closing stages of Rada Time. How many times has that happened to Mayo, I suppose? So, uh, Carmody um, booking the trend for Mayo there on that one. But a uh, wonderful win for Trim. They just keep going keep doing what they're doing didn't play well still got the win the chocolate will take great heart from that going into the uh intermediate championship knowing that they were as good as as if not better on the day than trim last year's uh, dominant side in intermediate championships so they have to take all the positives from that so absolutely incredible stuff we both went for a trim win there we both got the result right we both went for the kilbride win so after the three league finals from last weekend, the scores were like this, Davey. Out of 250 predictions, 
I had 146 right. I've led since round one of the All-County Football Leagues right up until round 10 and uh, the league finals um, that were played last weekend. You went into the lead with a scoreline of 147 out of 250. You lead by one going into uh, the All-County Football League uh, Division One. Uh, Division 1A round 10 games which we're going to run through there now Have you barely the patience to listen to a 30 second ad? Well then, at Husqvarna we can't imagine how you put up with having to manually mow your lawn Instead, kick back and silently say goodbye to hours wasted manually mowing your lawn replacing it with the near silent cutting of a Husqvarna auto mower Smart home compatible and if that isn't your cup of tea, control Automower from your phone. Automower also brings new meaning to green fingers, producing no direct emissions. If we've caught your ear, contact PR Coin and Sons, your authorised Automower dealer on 046 955 1910 or in store in Clonard County Meath. Hi, Kevin Coyne here from PR Coin and Sons. If you need any more information on the Automower, feel free to call into us here in Clannard County Meath. First game up is uh, Simon Stern against St Peter's Dunboyne. An absolute trouncing for my own club, uh, Simon Stern. St Peter's Dunboyne 2-19, Simon Stern 6 points, a 19-point victory for Dunboyne. You went for the Dunboyne win and I went for a Simon Stern win because I had to. Yeah, well... You're wrong. <laughs> Davy picks up a point. The next game up was St. Colin Kills against Ballinabracky. And uh, this ended up being 214 to 10 points in favour of St. Colin Kills. Um, on home soil, they won by double figures against uh, the Ballinabracky side. Davy, you picked up another point. You went for a St. Colin Kills win. I went for Ballinabracky. Next game up, Gail Colin Kill against Nafina. Claude won back, thanks be to God. I went for Gail Cullum Kill Kells. Davy didn't go for the neighbours. He'll be hearing about that one for a while. He went for Nafina. A badly needed win for Gail Cullum Kill. Shoots them up the table um, a couple of spots. And uh, and a badly needed win for me, uh, giving me a point on the board for that one as well. The next game was Rathout against Summerhill. We both went for a Rathout win here. This ended up in a draw, Davy. 14 points to Rathout, 2-8 to Summerhill. And uh, finally... Uh, well, there's only five games down here that I have I see results from, and uh, Navan O'Matley's one nine, uh, Dunmore Ashburn, um, two goals and twelve. So uh, the victory there for Dunmore Ashburn. The funny thing is, in that one, Davy, I was following that game. Navan O'Matley's led that right up until the final ten minutes of that game. Um, were one two to a point up after about five minutes. Um, kept their three point lead then for for large portions. Dunmore Ashburn eventually reeled them in and got a goal um, and a couple of points towards the end of the game to just seal the deal. But Navin O'Matney is really, really unlucky in that one. The final result was Wolf Tones against Screen. And Screen came away with the victory here. I don't have the result to hand, but I do know that Screen won that one, Davy. So both of us had gone for the Wolf Tones win and both of us got it wrong. What it means is when we look at the table and uh, is that down at the bottom, Navin O'Matney's, who we know are relegated already. Then it's Ballinabracky in 11th, Simonstown in 10th, and Nafina in uh, 9th place. Simonstown and Nafina both on 8 points, 
and Ballon and Bracky on seven points. Gail Colum Kill have probably put themselves out of danger. They're on uh, nine points, two points above Ballon and Bracky, who they'll play against in the last game. Yeah, huge permutations at both ends of the table, Mickey. Um, I suppose we've known for quite a while now that Navna Mahnis have been doomed. Then it's it's a scrap between, still a scrap between four teams, really. It's very unlikely that I think Kells could probably go down at this stage. But any of the other three from Nafina, Simonstown and Balabraki entering the final round are, are in real grave danger. Um, obviously, Simonstown and Nafina holds a slender advantage over Balabraki, having a point more from them at this stage. So they're okay. Um, and then from Gail Columkill up, like... Anyone, sorry, not anyone, but Retot, who have a game in hand, could still gate crash the top two. And Screen, who also have a game in hand, which is against Retot, um, would would have a poss- possibility of getting into the top two again. Um, they're on 13 points after their win. Um, and then at the top, sitting pretty, you, you still have Summerhill and uh, St. Column Kills. Wolf Tone slipping up. It's it's a hammer blow for them. Um, keeps them on twelve points. Um, they probably they probably need favors at this stage from more than one side. But it's it's a fascinating table. We said it all along that it will go to the final day at both ends of the table, and, and so it has. Yeah, well, looking at that table, the screen Wolf Tones game hasn't been updated. Screen will actually go up to thirteen points and go into third. Yeah. Um, with that game in hand, and they, as you said, quite rightly, will play Rathout. Um, uh, in that uh, game in hand, which means that Rathoth could go up and join them on 13 points if they were to beat Screen. Um, yeah, and, and there's, there's there's possibly a semi-final as well between two and three. I, I have a feeling that one, traditionally one, would always go directly to the league final and second and third position will play in a semi-final to decide who plays them. Not sure if that's still the case, but if it is, that you know, even to Peters Dumbayan, who have come from nowhere in the last couple of weeks, have an outside chance of making it into the top three. It's it's brilliant stuff. Yeah, it is. It's absolutely class. And what that means for our predictions as well, Davey, because you got, uh, let me see, you got three out of six and I got two out of six right. So that means now out of 256 predictions um, since the start of the All-County Football Leagues, you have 150 right and I have uh, do, 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 do 148. So I'm two behind you going into the final week of uh, all county football league there will be six games and possibly a semi-final and final so i have a possible eight games to try and reel you in and uh, take back my my deserved lead it has to be said that i've held for all of the season so far and uh, we'll have to do a new one then when it comes to championship but it's been uh it's been brilliant davy it's been you know, in fairness to you, you were 11 behind at one stage and slowly but surely you've started to claw back and that done without any draws as well. Yeah, I'm like all good kind of club footballers out out there, Mickey. They're slow in the early season, you know, muck and shite and, and getting fit and stuff. But when it comes up to championship, you just get going. And uh, yeah, I still have a little bit of work to do. I'm, I'm not there yet, but getting closer. Yeah, I'm not even going to mention how you force me into three picking three teams every week, um, uh, constantly. No, you, we, we, you we won't, won. We yes, won't, we won't. No, 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 no. Two, you forced on yourself. The family affair. I didn't know you were had connections to Kenny. <laughs> you brought that up, and the Balnebracky thing. You've just taken on this thing of your own. So don't try and blame. And me for Simonson. Those two. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, well, yeah, the yeah. Simonson thing as well. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. 
Yeah, yeah. Well, look, um, don't worry. You, I would love it. I would love it, Davy, if I came back. I would love it on the final day. Davy, um, moving on then from the All-County Football League uh, to other matters of uh, sticks and men running around fields. It is, of course, the Hurling Championship, and uh, it is going to t- start this weekend. We're going to get round one of the Hurling Championship in uh, this weekend, which is absolutely brilliant to see. And you have those fixtures to hand, I believe. Yeah, there's a, there's a host of them on Friday night, Mickey, where our good friend Kieran Flynn is the man in the middle at half seven in Dunshockland uh, between St. Peter's Dubboyne and Retolt in the Senior Hurling Championship in Group A. Also in Group A on Friday night in Park Tolton, it's Kildalki and Kiltail in a rematch of last year's final. That should be an absolute cracker at half seven. Um, the last group game in Group A on Friday night is between Nafina and Trim, half seven in Ratmaline. Uh, moving on into Group B, also on Friday night, it's Blackhall Gales versus Clannagale at half seven in Trim. And the other game in Group B takes place in Boards Mill between Kline and Kilmesson, also at a half seven throw in. There's one game in the Intermediate Championship on Friday night, Mickey and Ashburn, and that's between Drumree and the Wolf Tones. Saturday, there's one game in Group B at the Senior Championship in Kline, and it takes place between Longwood and Boards Mill at half six. A uh, few games in the Intermediate Championship in Group A in Atboy. It's Navinomatnies versus Kildalki at half six. Uh, also in Group A, Dundry versus Ratmaline, seven o'clock in Trim. Then into Group B, it's Retold versus Kilskier Moila. That takes place at Kilberry uh, at 3.30 on Saturday. Um, group B in Trim at half four, it's Scale Column Kill against Kilmesson. And the final group game on Saturday in Group B is it comes from Drumree between Dunham Rashburn and Trim second team, and that's at half six. There's one game in the Junior Hurling Championship on Saturday in Group A. It's Drumree versus St. Peter's Dunboyne, four o'clock in Drumree. Have you barely the patience to listen to a 30-second ad? Well then, at Husqvarna, we can't imagine how you put up with having to manually mow your lawn. Instead, kick back and silently say goodbye to hours wasted manually mowing your lawn, replacing it with the near-silent cutting of a Husqvarna automower. Smart home compatible, and if that isn't your cup of tea, control automower from your phone. Automower also brings new meaning to green fingers, producing no direct emissions. If we've caught your ear, contact PR Coin & Sons, your authorised automower dealer on 046 951910 or in store in Clonard County Mead. Hi, Kevin Coyne here from PR Coyne and Sons. If you need any more information on the Automore, feel free to call into us here in Clonard County Mead. Moving then on to into Sunday and Junior Take Centre Stage Group A, Kaline is, is Kaline hosting Kiltail at 11 o'clock. Uh, also in Group A in Paddy O'Brien Park, it's Navinomatnies versus Defina at 12 o'clock for that one. Uh, and then into the Junior 2 uh, in Group A on Sunday in Des Moines. It's Peter's Des Moines versus St. Pat's. Home game for Clannagale, who take on Boards Mill at 11. Uh, in, it's Group B, it's Kilskir Moila versus Kildalki, also at 11. Uh, two more left, Retolt versus Wolf Tones, 11 o'clock on Retolt. And the final one takes place in Drumree between Drumree and Ratmaline, 11 o'clock for that one as well. Yeah, it's a brilliant, Davy, to have 
the hurling championship uh, kicking off um, this weekend or thrown in this weekend, and of course the uh, the football championship will kick off in a couple of weeks' time as well. So we're looking forward to that. And it's always great because once you know the hurling is starting, that means the football is only around the corner, and it's going to be week on week out, or week in week out then for uh, for, for for the hurling clubs and the football clubs, which is you know it's the time of the year that we love. It's it's championship time. Absolutely, Mickey, just around the corner. Um, it's jackpot time now, Mickey, I think, uh, possibly for a few lottos and a few jackpots which were dished out uh, in the past week. So starting with my own quarter in GFC, thankfully we're still going strong. Our 9,700 uh, jackpot from last week wasn't one, two, 13, 25 and 31, the numbers. Uh, Noel Linsky, Kevin McGuinness, Brian Rennix, Gary Noonan and Margaret Thornton, the 20 euro winners. We go again with 9,800 euro at com forward slash lotto. Next one up comes from Dunshockland and Royal Gales, Mickey. Uh, 5, 13, 14 and 27, the numbers. No jack winner this time around three match three winners collecting 70 euro each Noel McTie Nicola Bowen and Lindsay McCormick the next draw takes place on July the 4th at half eight live on Facebook 13 or sorry tw- I'm so used to saying 13,000 of a jackpot when it comes to the chapter <laughs> but it's down to 10,000 euro now and there's going to be 200 euro added to it every week and you can play it on club force uh, screen GFC there was no winner of this week's 2,200 Euro jackpot. Congratulations to the lucky dip winners to take 40 euro home. Harry and Ben, care of D. Carthy, Orla Rafter, Caroline Whelan, and Porrick Finnerty. Uh, you can play next week's 2,300 euro jackpot at screengfc.ie. Manalvi next in 16, 18, 23, and 28. There was no jackpot winner. Three 20 euro winners were Ben Mangan, uh, OCL, care of Mick Connolly, and Nicola Quinn. Next draw takes place on the 4th of July, 1,600 of a jackpot. You can play it at manalvgfc.ie or on the Club Force app. <laughs> Ball and Locker next in, 2,600 euro. Uh, the letters drawn were D, Q, V and uh, W, uh, Y, sorry. Looks like a W, uh, Y. There was no jackpot winner. 11th of July is the next draw. They had one match three winner who was Fenian Riley. Uh, he collects 100 euro and the next draw takes place in McCabe's. Next one up, Mickey, is a club who have taken on a mighty hit over the last four to five weeks with their lottos. It's Minolte. They've oh. given away yet another jackpot. I think it's their third in something like six weeks. Probably about 35 grand they've given away. It's it's a savage amount of money. It happens, doesn't it? You know, it's like buses. Um, they, hadn't, they hadn't seen a bus out there for so long and three of them have just passed in the last week. Absolutely. Uh, the numbers drawn, winnable numbers, admittedly, 1, 5, 6, and 13. Okay. Um, one jackpot winner, 2,800 euro going to Marie Kang Lee from Minolte. Uh, and the next jackpot is way down at 2,000. It starts again on Sunday, the 3rd of July. Um, Old Castle are still going. They're at 12,000 next Wednesday at Club Force. Uh, Kuraha GFC also won another one gone 8,300 euro won last week by Saoirse O'Regan from Lismullen um, they said there was too many tickets sold at the barn dance on Saturday night <laughs> serves us right <laughs> it's it's actually so true I know first time when we have our golf classic and we have more lottos in the following week it's obviously far more likely for it to be won I'm sure they did alright on the night the barn dance collected it but maybe not 8,000 300 euro better off no. there you go is that yours done Shine. 
Yeah, the two, the two usual ones that I have. Simon Sins Lotto jackpot last week was not one. The uh, jackpot was 2,100 euro. The match, the numbers were 4, 7, 14, and 29. The match three winners were Sue Smith, uh, Paul Quinn, and Jimmy Johnson. Next week's um, lotto was 2,150. Play online and at the Club Zap app. Um, from Declan Kinsler and Centralstown, the lotto was not won in Bow Park last week. The numbers drawn were 4, 17, 18, and 27. Um, the five 25 euro winners were Darren Sheehy, Tommy Lochran, Mary Clark, Sarah Smith, and Alan Garrity. Next week's lotto is 1400 euros. So, um, yeah, nice uh, jackpots to be won. Davy, Kilmaine and Wood, did they get in contact with you? Is it? No, I think they're trying to stay away from us, are they? I think that's one that we should uh, announce. 17,000 euro on the Kilmaine oh and Wood um, uh, lotto. I think um, we're in it though, aren't we? Yeah, we're, we, we do it. Yeah, we do it. Um, bloody sure we do it. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> um, but for all our listeners out there, just to let you know that the Kilmaine and Wood lotto um, up there in North Mead is uh, whopping 17,000 euro so it is so um, yeah that's um, just one we wanted to um, uh, maybe bring your attention to and maybe maybe you never know they might make a few more Bob um, from the lotto next week David we'll move on to Instagram now yeah first one it's uh, dominated by Kilbride as you can imagine Andrew McGuini is in and he said the Kilbride youngsters are ones to watch yeah, um, you know, like, I don't want to be pushing it or whatever, but yeah, go over to our Loyal Royals podcast and uh, you'll hear our review about uh, that Kilbride team um, that won the All-County Football League Division 3B uh, uh, title. They really are, like, and, 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 and from from my recollection, David, you were saying that the average age is about 21 on that team and, and uh, it's brought up by Stephen McMullen, the goalkeeper. Yeah, absolutely. Craig DJ yeah. Manning says Kilbride are back. Well, they are. Yeah, absolutely. It's been uh, it's been a long wait for silverware, and uh, they eventually picked it up. And uh, it could be the the moment that uh, pushes them towards further glory. Yeah, absolutely. On the other uh, side of the coin, uh, Taron Gibney says Moila are still on the beer. <laughs> Um, I was funnily enough, I was down in Moila a few weeks ago. I was down at that 50 mile walk, oh, yeah, um, for charity. And uh, I tell you one thing, there's worse places you could go in the beer than Moila. Uh, great little spot for a few points, nice little hideaway, isn't it? Like, it's oh, just, absolutely, yeah yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, Shane Gibney says the Moila boys are bearing until championship. Well, do you know, I think that's uh, giving everybody a, a false sense of security. If you believe that, you'd believe anything because those boys will be ready for championship. Have you barely the patience to listen to a 30-second ad? Well then, at Husqvarna, we can't imagine how you put up with having to manually mow your lawn. Instead, kick back and silently say goodbye to hours wasted manually mowing your lawn, replacing it with the near-silent cutting of a Husqvarna automower. Smart home compatible, and if that isn't your cup of tea, control automower from your phone. Automower also brings new meaning to green fingers, producing no direct emissions. If we've caught your ear, contact PR Coin and Sons, your authorised Automower dealer on 046 955 1910 or in store in Clonard County Mead. 
Hi, Kevin Coyne here from PR Coyne and Sons. If you need any more information on the Ottomore, feel free to call into us here in Clannard County Meath. Next one comes in from Joseph Blake. He says, Davy's commitment to Meath club football out in the torrential rain. Yeah, absolutely. It has to be said. Um, uh, for most of it, uh, you did get into your lovely little car there at half time. You probably had the heated seats on and everything, Davy. Um, so you did. Um, but uh, in fairness to you, when the when the when the two teams came back out in the field, you did get out of the car. And in fairness to the North Mead choir boys, they did give you a little bit of coverage from the rain with the umbrella, which was nice though. Yeah, and there was other coverage coming in as well, uh, courtesy of Carl Gibney, who says Dylan Scully's commentary. Um, <laughs> I, was, I was just about to mention the obscenities that were coming across uh, 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 the phone or coming across the commentary as well. There was obviously a lot of people that were in close proximity to you who had choice words for different players, different uh, people on the side and, and maybe some different officials as well. Yeah, it was, it was all a good, good jest, though, you'd have to say. Um, yeah. One piece of soccer to get out of the way from Jack Walsh, uh, saying that Rovers on top in the Dublin Derby, Dublin is green and white. Uh, you tell that to the Dublin G80. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Hasn't been green and white for a long time, sadly, um, up there. But, um, yeah. Only, only at, only at uh, All-Ireland Hurling final day. Yeah. <laughs> um, Next one comes in from Jelly. He wants to know how was the holiday. I don't know if he's asking you or me, Mickey. Well, I wasn't on a holiday. I just was. Uh, you were on a working holiday. I was on a working holiday, exactly. Whereas you were actually cruising, and I mean cruising. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I wish we were still cruising. Um, so, how, how was the holiday? Tell him. Yeah, I'd recommend. Tell you what, if you if you're going on a holiday and you haven't done a cruise before, I do one because as well as the the food and drink and everything that goes along with it. It's a great way to see places, like to, to hop off the ship, go and see a place, get on the ship, go and see another place the next day and just be there. And even giving yourself little tasters for maybe future holidays or something like that. I love that. And so so you'd recommend uh, the lads all, you know, getting together and going on a cruise or are you saying, what are you saying? Like, uh, Yeah, like, uh, Jesus, definitely. Like it's it get your all inclusive and you'd have an absolute unbelievable time for seven days. What um, age you probably what, what age? pegged overboard? Like yeah, what age are you, Davy? Twenty-six. Oh, okay. Probably a little bit young for the cruises, but anyway, go on. There was there's a nice blend on it, to be honest. <laughs> um <laughs> you're probably too old for them to be fair. Go <laughs> <laughs> on. Go on. Sorry. Um I, I Belated happy birthday as well. Ah, thanks. Yeah, yeah. So look, that's that's just uh, yeah. Well, actually, can we do just... can we do an Instagram to get people to guess what age you actually were? We, <laughs> yeah. won't, we won't reveal it. See how many people yeah, get it right. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and and, and yeah. just just so our listeners know, I played a full match on Friday night. So no, no, don't let that deter no. them from thinking you know, what age you actually are. Just no, no, no. And, and scored, so I don't know what point. Oh, will you stop? Will you so. stop? <laughs> the modesty. We're modest people, Mickey, in this podcast. Uh, <laughs> speak, for your, speak for yourself. <laughs> I try to rub off on you, but sometimes it just doesn't work. Uh, <laughs> Shane Ragley said, I gouging and Armagh never lost the, that dirty streak. Yeah, it's funny. I've seen a lot of pictures coming up recently. Um 
Look, everybody can have their own opinion on on it. I've seen it firsthand with the Cavan team and the eye gouging of players um, by the same players as well. Um, and I don't know what it is. There's the, why is it that like you know any time there was a massive massive row this year that Armagh were involved. You know, I do think the GEA need to do something about letting teams go towards the tunnel at the same time as each other at mm. uh, full time, half time all that type of thing, you know, even put them in dressing rooms on the opposite side of the of the field or something, you know, like, because there's so many dressing rooms in Crow Park. <laughs> you could have yeah, them, yeah. you know, you could have one team going off on one side, one team going off on the other. I, I like, I don't think that the GEA helped themselves, but I don't think that Armagh helped themselves either, if we put it that way. Mm. But then, I suppose, like every other sport, they tend to come out the same tunnel as well and go in the same tunnel. And it's never yeah. an issue. Mm, yeah, I know they, that. They yeah. do, like, you know. And so, so why is that an issue in the GEA then? I think it's I think it's why, as you said, they're running in, they're not walking in, they're they're sprinting in, and a fella hits a lot of shoulder and then it all fucking kicks off. Yeah. yeah we've all yeah. seen it, like, but I don't I, mind. I, I get, don't mind that as much. It's the it's, it's the eye, eye gouging and yeah. that kind of thing is like there was a lot about nothing within what happened, and then that just stands out. Had that not happened, nobody would have been talking about it. They would have been saying, "Oh yeah, there's a bit of scuffle going in, but sure, there was nothing in it. Like it was handbags." There probably wouldn't have been punches thrown. Probably yeah, punches thrown had that not happened because that yeah. was that was when I saw the first proper punch being thrown, and that is because. Fellas just think it's so disgusting and they think it's so bad that somebody needs to be punished for that. Like, and hmm. Anyways, yeah, yeah. Um, Richie Keeney says, the buzz in Armagh and Derry and the crowds they bring would have you pinning back to the better days. Yeah, but you have to remember, these two counties have been starved of success for quite some time. Okay, Derry have come up through the divisions from Division 4 up to Division 2. But like up until last year, they couldn't get their best team out on the field because they didn't want to play for the county. Yeah, that's same in, true. Yeah. You know, and it's the same in Armagh. They've had the exact same problems for the last uh, number of years. And they've hit a purple, you know, period where they've got the likes of Reen O'Neill um, uh, and, and players of that quality, his brother as well, who have all of a sudden, they, they see that there's an opportunity to maybe win something. And, you know, if me got back to an All-Ireland quarterfinal next year, um, and we're playing, we'll say, somebody that we thought that they could beat in the quarterfinal, we'd bring the razzmatazz and, and, and the festival atmosphere back up to Crow Park as well. It's a fair point. It's a fair point. Uh, lucky to be working, says Mead fans in supporting Mayo, unreal. Mm, was there? <laughs> um, he, he, he doesn't really like Mayo, I think, and that was followed up by uh, an Instagram which came in from Ronan Thompson saying, Mayo live rent-free in Gull's head. It's so funny. <laughs> so he's a bit of a chip on his shoulder about Mayo, to be fair. Yeah, but 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 he obviously saw some no, yeah, support, yeah. Need people in supporting them or whatever. I've been following um, Lucky to be working. Um, on his uh, have you? It's good stuff, yeah. isn't it? Well, I, lo- I, I love the whole feeding of the dog and the whole lot. Like, yeah, yeah, Roxy, like, Roxy athlete, yeah. Um, yeah, no, it's uh, it's entertaining stuff when when you get five minutes in the day just to 
chill out, have a look back at his videos. You wouldn't believe the amount of lads in Mead that are actually that same way inclined. <laughs> <laughs> we won't blow them up too much, though, um, but it's good stuff. Um, next one comes in from Keen McFadden, and he said St. Michael's League 2A winners, championship pending. Yeah, look, they will definitely that 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 has done them uh, no harm and it has you know probably pushed them up the rankings a little bit as well um but uh, it's not going to be an easy championship to win at all that's for sure no jack moriarty echoed that he said some michael's winning the league and the impact they will make this year yeah yeah i really do think that they will make a, a, a huge impact um if they've got a full squad to play with uh, to pick from Week in, week out, um, you know they've got their strongest squad. They they'd put it up to anybody. Yeah, they would with the with the full forward line they have. Yeah, uh, Anne Marie Dowling says failure on Saturday. Yeah, um, the failure on Saturday. See, I don't know what way this failure works anymore. I know that Simon's Tim won, and um, is it all under fifteen now? 14. Oh, yeah, sorry, because 14's so, gone. Is it 13s or 15s? 15s. It's 15s, under 15s, because okay. right. I know that uh, I want to wish uh, Paul Mead and Derek Johnson the very best of luck with the Simonstone team on the weekend. Um, they've got a fabulous little under 15 team um, who have won everything in Mead um, coming through. Absolutely brilliantly coached team. And I know that they have played a lot of Dublin teams in recent weeks as well. Um, and challenge matches and stuff and they went up the north as well to play so they're really looking forward to it and uh, yeah best of luck to uh, the the Simonson team I don't know what other teams are going into it or if there is another mead team going into that is there? No we'll, we'll keep an eye out um, just trying to see don't know what club Anne-Marie is from but yeah we, we wish them all the best of luck obviously this weekend um, the final one comes in from Colin McAreevy and he said the podcast of McEntee needs some praise um, this, this is the BBC one have you got a chance to listen? I listened to some of it I didn't get to listen to all of it um, but again absolutely class and um, top quality stuff for, from what I heard from Andy um, you know and goes into such depth um, about, you know, personal life and the whole lot. And of course, his brother Shane and the whole lot. And yeah, it, uh, I think he I think he needs to be commended for it. Like I think uh, to, to open up the way he did and, you know, to put put everything out there for everybody to hear. And, um, you know, for a family that you lost, you know, Shane McIntyre in circumstances that they did and there was a lot of online abuse and stuff for that family to have to go through an awful lot of online abuse as well after Andy uh, left the meet team and before um, Andy left his role as manager of the meet team um, is disgusting. Do you know what I mean? Like, especially a family that had to deal with such horrific circumstances before and have to go through all that abuse online again. But yeah, I just thought that Andy was, again, he's just been brilliant since, uh, since he vacated the role as uh, meet manager. Mm. And I, I suppose, like, if that helps one person out there, Mickey, absolutely, you know, yeah. listening to that, then then it's you know it's great. Um, but it sounds like he's not in a rush to get back into management, either inter county or club, just for the time being. And and obviously, six years on the wagon, he'll he'll enjoy a well earned rest. I would say. Yeah, well, it's even longer than six years on on, on the road, like because when you think about it. 
wasn't he with Bally Bowden for what? Yeah, three, yeah. four years before that, and you know the Mead Miners as well. So it's been a long time uh, since he's had time for a drink, not even between drinks. Um, <laughs> you know that kind of way. So I think Andy should, you know, take some time, takes take stock, and you know, um, consider what his next move will be, but not to be rushing into anything. And yeah, I, 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 I could say. Many people know it anyway. Great time for Andy, and uh, I, I think he's deserving of a well-earned break, break at this stage. Yeah, absolutely. And I think we're going to have our bit of a break now, Mickey, because uh, we're all done. Is that it, Davy? Well, look, um, I suppose it's great to be back. Um, we had our little break, as you said, and uh, it's going to be flat out from here on, Davy. Uh, championship only around the corner. The hurling championship on. Mead ladies are out. The commodes obviously are out next weekend. Um, so much going on now at the moment for us, and uh, we'll try and get a few um, club commentaries in as well um, when the championship does roll up. Roll up. Looking forward to it, Mickey. It's only around the corner, just a week and a half to go until uh, the start of the championship. I know senior won't kick in for another while yet, but it's just around the corner, yeah. Yeah, well, Davy, do you know what? We're going to have to do a, a championship um, podcast. Um, I know we did one after the, the, the draws were made for the senior, intermediate, junior and junior B, um, but we'll have to do another one because, you know, um, we even had, you know, predictions made for each group at that stage um, from the championship. And we changed them. There could be a few changes made now at this stage. We did say, you know, closer to the, to the, the, the start of the championship that things might change, even looking down at... Uh, the junior championship in particular, Kilbride are one that we will have to definitely uh, take stock of. And um, uh, yeah, they're going to be one to, to watch. St. Michael's, obviously, after winning their uh, uh, league, will be another team to watch. Looking at Trim as well, after winning the Division 1B against Dunshockland, um, when you look at the group that they're in, Navanamatnes, Munalvi and Curraha, is there a chance that maybe Trim could go to uh Keegan Cup semi-final final this year, Davy, in their first year back? Not beyond the realms, Mickey. Yeah, it's not beyond the realms. Well, look, we will look into that a little bit more next week and give you our predictions as well across the championship. Who will be the winners of each one, uh, each of the four uh, main championships in Mead? Well, that, that's it for this episode of your We Are Mead podcast. And remember, We Are Mead, why matters more.